Well, there you go, mate. Oh, ta. So, you were saying? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's all a quantum theory, isn't it? You know, uh, Schrodinger's cat. Is that the ginger tom at number 24? Well, whoever it was right with his many worlds idea. The non-collapsing waveform. It proved everything, but they said he was a loony. Yeah, so quantum theory, then? Well, it's, it's sort of like um, physics on acid. Oh, right, right. Well, cheers. Cheers. RPGMP3.com and Watson Hall present Slideways, based on the fudge role-playing system and eating too much cheese before bedtime. You're listening to www.rpgmp3.com. Are we on then? Is that. Uh, Hello. Oh. Hello. Does it look like. Well, it's, it's flashing. Hello. I'm not, uh, it's normally pointed around the other Hello. way, and I can never work out why everybody's the wrong way around. If you get all that self conscious, now you can see the lights going up and down. <laughs> no, because I've just moved my um, cup in front of it. Oh. Right then. This is going to be a bit strange because it's. <clears> um, it's a bit of an audience participation role-playing experience. Not just the actual game, I'm but, but how the game mm. works. Yeah, nice. Can I have another one of those, please? Oh, I'm sorry. There aren't any left. your name on it. What, these ones? Yeah. These, these here? There are one of them. Which one? Oh, these, you mean? <laughs> oh, oh. oh. I'm sorry. They do look nice. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had one yet. Oh, cool, man. <laughs> okay, you joined us at the beginning of Biscuit Wars. <laughs> Not to be confused. <laughs> <coughs> Trouble with the biscuits. Biscuit Wars. Is our I know it's really nice. You oh, know. they're dead nice, them. Big yeah, chocolate bits. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Wait for the they way. melt in the mouth so mm. nicely. So, after. I forget how many years of me tinkering with whether or not to bother doing this sort of thing. <laughs> we'll probably wreck it in one night and persuade you. And uh, many weeks of this being delayed due to illness and I can't even remember what. Amnesia? It could have been amnesia. <coughs> or it could have been amnesia. Mm. Uh, welcome to what could it be Slideways. <laughs> amnesia? Yeah? What's that? <laughs> anyway. I'll come in again. <laughs> How are you doing that? Jimmy, Where are we? No, I bought it in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've gone backwards in time. Uh, <laughs> oh, I say this is good. Amnesia. <laughs> no thanks, I just had Anyway, come. Hello. Amnesia, amnesia, we love you. Carry on. Right. God, he's got a script. Oh, Jeez. No. Ah. This isn't a script. <clears throat> These are the notes I'm actually getting the game to work. Here so, this is based on. <laughs> Fudge, which is less a game system than it is a source of arguments on the internet. It's a perfectly functional game, but it's also designed so you can get it to work in a variety of different ways. So I've come up with a very simple build of it, which we can then alter if you find you need more of something or there are other ways something works. Your character sheet is fairly straightforward. You will notice that you have attributes and skills, 
And they're largely blank. I think there are okay. two attri- What are you playing on that machine? Sorry, it's just I'm really whooping Stop the it. arse and I'm about to turn it off, but I'm just turn finishing off. off. Turn it off. Turn it off. It's again. Yeah, you won't. It'll ask you to restore. Turn it off. Take it off. Sit. Press the off. There you go. Turn it off. But now she's going to sulk. But no, because it, it has a safe game. I was listening, <laughs> but attributes and skills, and they're largely blank. You battery, you didn't actually turn it. Yeah, but if I turn it off, it'll lose it. It won't lose it. It's got a safe game function. Better be. I'm a moment away from the satisfaction of seeing it fall over completely. Hmm. What was the game? It's risk. like risk on there. Oh, right. I'm, I'm rather good at risk. The looks to look. Yes, perhaps you should uh, get together with Martin sometime. <laughs> May I suggest an evening of playing Risk and arguing about art? <laughs> John and I will be playing Esoterics. Oh, it's another table. Like you, <laughs> you know, I used to run an art shop. Why don't we get him around, John, for a game of Risk? That's really good. <laughs> I'll bring with Crash Elvis. Mm. Somebody else's game. Yeah, did you ever find all the parts after she thought she was losing last time? <laughs> He won't play me anymore at risk because I just beat him all the time. Sense. Definitely feel an evening of risk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an evening of um, Call of Cthulhu things. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, (laughs) really, really one of the best. Yeah, I was just listening to a thing where a guy's playing. They've been playing a game with all of the expansion sets, and they've had to put like ten or (coughs) twelve tables together to to do it. How long did that take? Most of the weekend, I'd imagine. Carbon. Or custard cream. No, I'm sorry, it's the last one. You can have a custard cream. I'll have a custard cream. You don't have to have the last one of any of the sweet meal digestion. Or the first one. In that case, are there any Jerry Dodgers left? (laughs) No. There's this one. Oh, you bastard. I've not had any of those yet. Oh, haven't you? No, it's all right. I've had one. You sure? (laughs) 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 Your husband just licked. You know what it is, you're going to do you're going to try that. you'll get some biscuit and you'll lick it and say oh you can have it she'll take it <laughs> if it had the other way around I would have done that no. <laughs> well there's something special about that side this side it's not the biscuit missing ah so if it had been that way around you wouldn't have taken it no you wouldn't you're confusing my small brain don't you know it's not hard so fudge <coughs> yes, attributes and skills largely empty. That's as far as you. So can. actually, you've not bothered to do anything, have you? You've just given us a blank piece of paper. No, <coughs> it's not entirely blank. It is carefully filled in, thanks to Open Office mostly. Um, running through the character sheet, you have a rough idea of what's going to go where. Character, that's your name, description, whatever you want to stick in that fairly blank box. Fudge points will be a kind of fate point type thing. I've worked out some ideas for what you can do with them. You can pay fudge points for re-rolls and things like that. So I've got some of those written down on here. For example, if what you... What do I write with? This in a minute. Have you only got a pen? Yeah. Why do you people never bring pencil? Didn't we... Didn't we what? Yeah. I was just going to get a little pencil. I never make mistakes, that's why I don't need a pencil. Oh, ah! the Mozart of role play. <laughs> I'll have one of those. Every note, perfect. Where is that? How old was uh, Mozart? Mm. <laughs> so, the basic idea here then is um, something like a fudge point. If you roll a critical success, for example, which would be four pluses on your fudge dice. Um, you can spend a fudge point and that will confirm your critical. Okay? So it means that it's not just, oh, I happen to roll four, I've chopped somebody's arm off. But you can achieve what you want to achieve, but you have to spend that point to get it. 
Uh, you could reduce wounds by using them. You can pay for a re-roll. So I've got a few ideas, and we can change these. You know, if we find, well, actually, I don't think we're getting enough criticals, for example, we'll script that. Uh, get rid of that and just tweak the thing as we go. Now, the rest I'm of the character sheets... Why? Because you've asked us to just pick normal people. Yes. And then your example has been you chop somebody's arm off. Yeah. Oh, that's just putting How does my travel terms. agent chop somebody's arm off? Vicious people travel agent. No, I mean, I was just using an example. Yeah. Because the thing is, the critical success when you're dealing with normal people, it's not likely to really be something massively vital, is it? It's not like we're playing high fantasy where critical successes should come up all the time and be a really integral part of the game. Uh, I think it needs to, to be something a little less common. So well, one in paper. 81. <clears throat> You're sitting there working out the odds. <laughs> uh, he has worked out the odds. Three to the power. Not very much. Yeah, still one, still so one in 81. So you won't have to spend many points there. Yes. So that's, that's one thing you've got. Okay. Now on the rest of the character sheet, which I can't see because you know it hands in front of me, Gifts and faults, they are... Chocolate digestive, yeah. But there's only one left. So, so, so therefore it's not yours because you can't have the first of the last. Just put them over there. Perhaps we can concentrate as soon as she's hoovered the rest of the Good God! <laughs> I not actually mean it. <laughs> I think you've left this box too big, really. Anyway. Now put me fuck away. <laughs> Right, gifts, you start with two gifts, and these are things that, I mean, they're not superpowers, but gifts can be. For example, you can be very attractive, like, you know, not just an average looking person, you can be exceptionally attractive, so that people will notice you a lot. So those sorts of things, and I've got samples of these, but there are no hard and fast, if you come up with an idea of, oh, I'd like a gift of this, we'll discuss it and work that out. Faults, likewise, the opposite, and they give you extra points for your character. One of the gifts you have is flux, which I can't really tell you what it is because... It so we have flux plus one. Yeah, you have two gifts, one of them is flux. Okay. Now in your attributes, you've got six attributes, and these are the typical things you'd use to define your character um, physically, mentally, whatever. But very often I find with the role-playing game, you've got something <coughs> that nobody quite uses. There's always the dump stat, or there's the stat where somebody says, well actually I don't think dexterity and agility should be separate, or perhaps I do think they should be separate. But clearly they're idiots. Well... That's that's the point. Which? Having them separate. <laughs> <laughs> or not, or you don't not. believe you can walk across a pond and yet be crap at video games? No, I do. That's exactly what I believe. Sorry, I meant the other way around. Plus, if, oh, the pond, if the pond is filled with custard, as everybody knows, as long as you keep moving... Jumping. Non, non Isn't that custard powder? No custard. custard. No, custard. Non-Newtonian yeah. John Tickle has yeah. done the experiment on Brainiacs. I saw that too. <laughs> Great. I used to do stuff with corn flour. And, and so now I'm doubly worried. There's going to be like a cluster of the Strangely, no. Yeah, it curls up into little patterns and stuff. It's actually amazing because bits of it go solid and bits of it don't. You're like never, the, ever like borrowing my stereo. It's like the beast in the abyss or something. It's like the blob. Corn flour does. I don't wonder what custard does. Now, you'll notice that for attributes, I've said you've got six of them, but in actual fact, there are only two written down, one of which is background. Now, background I'm using as a sort of catch-all... It's like covering sorcery. Well, it's not catch-all skills, really, but mm -hmm. if you're a travel agent, you don't need to be spending skill points on really day-to-day -day travel agent stuff. If you want to be particularly good at something. Like yeah, if you want to be really good at it, then yeah, sure, have a skill and, and make it higher. But otherwise, I will assume that a travel agent can wear polyester, use a computer, or... Oh, pink polyester skirt and blouse you've got on. 
It comes off in here, quickly. Rub the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you've got a match made called Flux. I can't tell you what that is. Got to right now. now, what would you like then for the other four? This is where it becomes the audience participation. As the three of you, with a bit of input from me, mostly saying, no, don't be absurd, think of something else. <laughs> Magic, psionics, superpowers, and what else do we want? Now, God-like ability. I see the vital point I've then? overlooked. <laughs> so, it's, it's basically, you know, today. It's modern day, we're in Manchester, it's perfectly normal, it's the real world. Now run through that again. <laughs> Depression, <laughs> poverty, um, umbrella, hol- oh, oh, oh. umbrella holding. Oh I'm sure that could be fairly cheaply replaced on the insurance. <laughs> so, how would you like? For example, some people don't like an intelligence stat. They prefer to put, say, something like reasoning or wisdom or general knowledge or whatever. So that's the sort of thing I want you to debate. So um, it's something for you to talk about while I have a biscuit, really. Oh, dear. Oh, this entire stack of biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I get to that one? <laughs> because you always go for the ones with chocolate on. Um, true. Sadly predictable, Sarah. Yeah. Well, all right, what do we want, then? Do we want... Um, Stats based around what you can do. I don't know if I can cope cope with this amount of choice. (laughs) Bear in mind that skills are are separate. Okay. Your background covers your general skills that you've got anyway as part of your job. We've only got how many? Four? You've got four other attributes. So it's how you want your Should we have them slightly more abstract than strength? Well, what's up with the sorcerer? Flexibility. What do you think of them? So you've got like a body type one, which is like a physical... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Something a little bit more abstract. Yeah, and then you've got like a will. <clears throat> which is your ability? I think we should just have two. I think we should have combat abilities oh, and non-combat abilities. Okay, and have less points. Yeah, I could probably do that if you. But I mean, do you think that that's going to make things a little bit people potentially samey or not give you enough? Oh, well, that depends on your background, though, doesn't it? Because well, I think in that case, I'm background suddenly becomes a lot more important. What, what about a secondary skill? Oh. Anything. That's the point. That would be the title, secondary skill. So your background would be like a chef, and your secondary skill would be chess player or something. So you'd have two things you you could have as your kind of, I know everything. So if we use the four, then, as character rounding things rather than attributes. However, I would say that skills would really perform that function. For example, if you want a background where you're a chef. Yeah. But you want to be a very good chess player. Yeah. And, you know, it's not part of your background anyway. If you just take the skill of chess player, I'd be quite happy for that to include... <laughs> You're you, breaking you've broken things. My pencil. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> you actually managed to break <laughs> Emma's pencil. He's like a reverse Yuri Geller, isn't he? <laughs> so... It sounds like a gymnastic move. Don't touch your mug and keep all and four legs of your chair on the floor. How? <laughs> I don't know. It's made up. Tissue paper. <laughs> oh god! Right. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, so skills. Mm. Um, I wouldn't have. We're going to put. I wouldn't really have more again, attributes that are going to. So by attributes, you want something which is more like your innateness before you've been trained in anything. Yeah, pretty much. Background is the only one that really covers the general skill thing, and then skills. Mm. I'm envisaging having more specialised areas. All right. So if you were just to, to say, oh, let's have you know combat abilities, non-combat abilities, that's really a bit blunt, I think, for, for ordinary people. Well, how about kind of social, physical, uh, willpower, 
and um, I guess you'd say agility as well. I mean, take a look at... So not physical, though. Well, take a look at the well, D&D. You subdivide, you're subdividing physical. Well, they called it... How do you mean? By physical, I mean what the sorcerer means by stamina. Mm. I mean the fact that you can, you've can, you got AI either an imposing presence or you're very fit or you're very strong. I think that if this game is about encountering new things, you need something that will cover your adaptability to those things. But that would be kind of adaptability, then. Flexibility. Adaptability. Because how would you, how would you roll that? Yeah, that, that's something you Whether roll you play. cope very well with something roll, very strange. But that's what you roll. Yeah, but you turn in what we do into mechanic. Yeah. Easy watch on that's side. the same problem I have with intelligence. Whereas if you call it will, you could be like how easy you are to, to kind of not be hypnotised or something. But if you call it intelligence, you're into, well, I'm going to deprotagonise you because I'm going to tell you you can't do X. Cause you on the other hand, you could have something like, say, <laughs> learning or education which would reflect your intelligence while not necessarily saying, yes, you're only that intelligent. It could mean how much you know about certain things or how well you can work in... If you keep it to education rather than intelligence. Well, look at... um, I suppose the classic six are going to be D&D. They've got Mm. those particular six attributes and everybody uses charisma as a dumpster. Have a look at those and and think. Well, what in there well, that's what I mean. I isn't so great? Exactly. I mean, you don't particularly like uh, having intelligence. No. Well, uh, imagine you're, you're going to try and make make a difference in the game. Okay. So you're going to try and make a difference with something. You're either going to try and physically do something. Mm. So you need a skill for that. You're either going to try and subtly do something like hand-eye coordination, <coughs> which is like throwing something or picking a lock, or you're going to try and convince somebody or talk somebody around, which is like a social skill. And that, really, there's not a lot else, is there? What else is there? If you get rid of the wisdom types and the intelligence types, there's not a lot more, is there? Well, you know, um, so effectively you're talking about education, just for the sake of argument. Agility in the sense of... Agility, actually, in the sense of... The the sort of... uh, Of kind of deftness, should we say. Hand-eye coordination. Yeah, coordination perhaps might be more... Now, are you going to include sort of athleticism in there? Well, no, because that would be a physical. Be a right. So, are you then going to distinguish <coughs> between being physically strong and being, say, um, a, a very fast runner? No, I'd do it the other way around, like the sorcerer. Right? Like I'd say, um, if you were, uh, say, you'd have physique or stamina as a sorcerer. You decide in what but way? But you decide how you got that stats. You decide, I've got it because I'm very fit, where somebody else might say, I've got it because I'm well trained. Somebody else might say, "I've got it because I'm, I'm, uh, I work out a lot." You know, the sort of you, you can you, you've got your reasons. Well, all right, all right, I take you know drugs. Or well, why don't we just call it fit, okay. fitness? Or, or um, well, I like the stamina one because what the stamina one means in in the the reason they, they used the word stamina rather than body or physique or anything was because he thought the others were passive, where stamina was meant what I could physically do to the world. Hmm. Yeah, it's, okay, and well, how long I can do it. He's already thought long and hard about that. So what's next his idea? So, stamina. What else have you written down, Martin? I've got education, coordination, and stamina. Education, stamina, coordination, yep. So we need one more. Um, so or is coordination which too close social. to stamina? No, I don't think it is, because what I'm saying is you can pick a lock, you can hit someone, and finally the, uh, there's the socially side, so you can well, make con artists. social, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So it's just social, really, I think. Social, there you go. Now, social, are you using that to represent your... 
status in society, or is it how you interact with people? Would you use it for... Well, for example, as, as here modern system, Manchester is completely classless societies, we all know, but this is truly see every day. Oh, it does only have one class. No, this is what I'm actually saying, is that... Is that in the town hall. Why don't you make numbers separate from the reason for them? So you could say, I'm a high social because I'm a diplomat, or somebody else is a high social because they're a suave talker, or somebody else is a high social because they're a conist, but... For each reason, they can say, they can I'm approaching the problem like this, I'll convince them for this reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, for example, it's, it's sort of how, how are you going to use it in a different situation? Yeah. Um, hero games, for example, you've got something like a presence attack. You can turn around and, and say, you know, you're in the middle of a fight and somebody's coming up to you with, with a knife and you turn around to the minion and you just go, you drop that knife and get back on with your fight and you can be so overpowering that they will just say, I'm not getting into fight. But, that, but that's what I'm off. saying. Now, would you have social... If I was... That situation comes up in a fight, and I say to you, right, okay, roll on social, because that's going to represent that. Yes, but it depends what you mean. It, it, what I'm suggesting is you have a, a social, a number, so like social, four, and then a reason. So if I was social, four, gang leader, yes, I'd expect to be able to tell someone and she'd scare the crap out of them. If so it was social case, for diplomat, no, I don't think they, I would be able to command like that. Right, so in that situation, you're saying then that you wouldn't have an applicable stat and we'd just make like a default role for... Or I'd try and give you a reason why I thought my stat was applicable and you, you judge. Okay, yeah? now what's everybody else think about doing it that way? Yeah. So it, it gives you multi-valued reasons for why you've got your stats, you see. And more to the point, I'd be slightly worried if the diplomat had found themselves in that situation since they are a diplomat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've already really <laughs> failed the interview there, the only last thing I'm not sure about is education. The reason I'm not sure about education well, is that. It was only an example. Um, you can have something instead of education, absolutely. Um, well, I, I would see education, I don't mind calling it education, but it's more sort of, it's almost common sense really as opposed to... Common sense. common sense or reasoning. It, yeah, it's just like your everyday savvy, isn't it? Sort of so let's say whether you wisdom, that, I you'd, think, is you'd, how it's traditionally... You'd oh, use yeah. that if you wanted to work out a device or something. Hmm. So perhaps reasoning then. Well, I think what we what perhaps we do is call it sense. what your thing is. And in. let somebody say the word again, the word as to what why they've got that. So someone could say high education. Or somebody else might go uh, entrepreneur. Somebody else might go whatever. You see. So we're actually Chess turning jumping. it into sorcerer a little bit, aren't we? Well, this this is the only thing where I'm wondering if is it going to be a situation where every time you need to make a roll <coughs> instead of it being okay, make a roll on your wisdom. It's going to be make a roll on your sense, oh hang on, you need to explain how you're going to have that applicable otherwise but, but you know. isn't it the other way around, you'd say, do you have an applicable skill? But is it going and to be I'd that say, every yes, time? Is it, is it going to be um, a, a sort of negotiation every time? I'm just concerned if, that... If you negotiate about numbers, it's bad, but if you're saying what do you do, and I say, well, because I'm a diplomat, I start approaching it like this then you into role play. Yeah. All right. so I think it's how you approach it. How's everybody else on having a game that operates in that way then? Yeah, up for that. Because that just that just gives you more story <coughs> angles. It just fills out your character doing it. Right. And the more you do, the more you reinforce who you are. As and well. we know it works for us because we've already now. Th so you need to rename that and come up with something that that suggests well, to I all think of reasoning you. sounded sensible, okay. didn't it? Reasoning is. So we'll do that. I'll leave the neck of the pencil. Um, all right. So that's six attributes. Mm -hmm. Now you'll notice, rather handily, lower down the uh, character sheet, there's a section for player, where you can write in your name, and even today's date if you particularly wanted, so you can find out when the game started and probably finished as well. Today. So, John Toady, according to that. Mm -hmm. 
Underneath that one, however, what I'm really drawing your attention to, there is a scale. And it goes from minus three terrible, through poor, mediocre, fair, which is zero, good, great, and superb. And that is essentially, this is underneath where it says player, which, well, you're just going to, where it says player, no, we're just going to jot in who you are so we know whose character sheet it is. <coughs> and as I say, if you want to put the date in, just in case you have a historical bent, you've broken it as well. Oh, yes, you <laughs> have. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's Amazing. like being in the kindergarten. Amazing. <laughs> and they don't taste You it. and your wife were matched pair. So are we. Mm. I thought opposites attracted. <laughs> Fool seldom differ, I think, in this case. <laughs> you, you two were just the only two people left in the room after everyone else had backed away. Was that it? <laughs> Or as Zoe's always put it, it's just as well we met each other because we were made two other people very unhappy. <laughs> you already made somebody very unhappy. Then, indeed, well, there you are. That just proved the point then, didn't it? I can't get the lead to burn. You've no lead in your pencil. Sorry. Well, I've, I've got the, the broken oh, bit now. Could you two geniuses... No, Reason. no, no. It's just working. Well, you could just... It's working. Well, yes, because a new bit of lead will come in. I thought you wanted to put that piece back in. Uh, it's kind of... In which case, you just yeah. take the top off, rather than try and feed it back but in. But don't let John take the top oh, off. Yeah, a complete buffoon would think you have to feed it back into the snow. It's kind of broken, snatched off, and it's on the... Oh, God almighty. <laughs> so, welcome to... Uh, to <laughs> It's a good job you didn't bring one of those things with like. Can I really think that's reasoning? I think, proving, <laughs> I think they're proving the point between having education and having common sense rather nicely at the moment. I'm just suddenly back in that interview with Matthew Sprange when I realised we were having a conversation about XT, XTC, and you're thinking, uh, yes, so welcome to RPG MP3, all role playing all the time. <laughs> or not. Very little of the time, as somebody pointed out on uh, the Tecumel game. Oops. Really? Uh, yeah, we made it onto the Tecumel list, and they were saying, well, it's, you know, they are sort of playing it. Um, they don't spend a lot of time on the game, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of diversions and swearing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be us, then. <laughs> well, really, be a bit more broad fucking minded. <laughs> <laughs> She was obviously referring to uh, Rudolf Kuntz, the uh, more likely famous Rob, German. I think more likely Rob Kuntz, the um, t- former TSR staffer, one of the, is that right? one of the people behind uh, D&D in his very early days, indeed, Rob Kuntz. And I think, I think he had a brother involved in it, I might be mistaken there. Anyway, so we've got brother some Kuntz. some attributes. Now, all your attributes, for God's sake... All your attributes start at fair. Okay. Okay. Now, don't write that all in, because you will be able to adjust them. You'll notice on the scale at the bottom there, fair is zero. zero. It's in the middle. Zero. Now, the reason we're using fudge, and the way that fudge dice work, <coughs> is because it is a zero-biased dice system. Rather than it rolling a number and you're trying to get a high number, it will tend to roll nothing. It tends towards the middle. Now, you still get extremes above and below zero. But what that means is that if you're good at something, then in fudge, generally speaking, over the course of a series of rolls, you will tend to get good results. Mm -hmm. So likewise, if you are fair, which can be also called average, if you like, you'll (coughs) tend to get an average result in this. So it should mean that it reflects your character reasonably well, but still allows for those wild rolls when it's all gone horribly pants. Mm -hmm. 
Now you get uh, two free attribute levels to spend. Each attribute level obviously knocks it up one level, so if you were to spend them both on the same thing, it would go up from fair to good to great. But you can get you can earn more points. So we move on to skills. And this is where it gets just slightly more involved because I'm using a thing called Chosen Sock. <laughs> Chion Sock, that's my name. Chion Sock, it's right, it looks like you've written Chosen. I was just thinking it's a, an interesting name. Hmm. Chosen Sock. You sure you don't <laughs> want to change it? <laughs> Are you Chinese or Chosen Sock? <laughs> right, now I thought we'd use something from what's called Five Point Fudge. Okay, nothing to do with... <laughs> yeah, it's not like a chocolate starfish or anything. Uh, now, five oat fudge. Well, that would have, like, five points and be perhaps fudge-like. I don't know what you're thinking of, Martin. But judging by the expression on your face, I can imagine. <coughs> now, here's... King of a bumhole. Here's a... Uh, yes, moving away from the Rusty Sheriff's badge. Here's uh, a handy chart which hopefully explains sort of how this works. You have five points, which you can spend on um, skills and things. Now, you can spend X number of points in a group, and this is the result of what you get. Right, if this, does this make any sense? No. I didn't write this out. Let's say you were to spend... It only goes up to four. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> right. five points. Yes, but you can't spend five points in a single skill uh, group. What's a group? Um, a group would be, for example, these are some uh, sample ones. This is actually from a sort of a James Bond type setting, so the fact it's got lots of things like skydiving and unarmed fighting. These are just examples. So, for instance, technical might be a group, and you might say, oh, uh, cryptography, flaps and seals. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were moving away from Rusty Sheriff's badge. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not entirely sure what, what they were thinking when they were er, er, er. So let me move on. So, for example... Maybe that's um, what he does rather than what he... <laughs> So the uh, the knowledge sciences group. Let's try that one. <coughs> you could say, right, I'm going to have um, somebody who knows uh, physics and geography <coughs> and animal science. So I'm generating a teacher, for instance. Well, you might be, but that would be in one. So this is for skills. This is for skills. Ah, so we're not talking about attributes. No, no. So if you were to spend, of your five points, if you were to spend one in um, one point. And you thought, okay, I want to have a guy who's got a, a fairly broad focus, so lots of skills, but they're not going to be that but, great. Right. I'm looking or at I could finish what I'm saying. Okay. So, for example, you just want to spend a point and get some skills. Now, if you were to choose narrow focus, that gives you one skill at the level of good, <clears throat> one at the level of mediocre. But if you wanted the character to have um, a broader range in that particular skill group, you could choose three at fair and one at mediocre. So he's not as good in the individual skills, but you've got more skills. So that's how that works. Okay. Okay. I don't understand why I'd want to do that. Why? Well, why would I ever want a skill that's below fair? It's actually worse than not having a skill. No, it's not. Because your skills don't start at fair. Most, most skills will start at poor. Attributes start at fair. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. all right. Some skills you won't <coughs> have at all. <coughs> I'm assuming that none of you could, for example, build a, a fission reactor. Um, you're in the wrong jobs, if you can. Um, oh, what can it be? <laughs> it isn't hard. <coughs> yeah, it's not the technical the, uh, difficulty. Uh, anyway. right. That's my, my first job. 
I thought you said you ran an art shop. Yes, yeah, so that's nuclear after physicist. being a nuclear physicist the Public Energy Authority, working on fast reactor. Right. Once again, oh. uh, <laughs> the example that includes pipes <laughs> and seals. And so I, I assume, for example, none of you know how to command a US nuclear submarine. Well, no, it's from <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, just before I became a craftist. <laughs> <laughs> My first career choice. Nobody's eaten that bourbon. Oh, Christ. Oh, oh Christ. I'll eat it. Bloody hell, don't go on. Oh, he's fingered your bourbon. I was just wondering whether he's still got his cold or not. Well, never mind. Yeah, I, I haven't had a cold. I'd be far more worried if he, if he scratched oh, his arse with those kidding. fingers myself. But, yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's been in your mouth now. It's really he might pitch his nose before he sat down at the table. <laughs> Had a really good rummage. Mm. Yum. Do you know, I'm not sure if it's hemorrhoids, but I've had this really, really <laughs> So, BH, how do you find it? <laughs> so, this is the idea. Now, the skills, as I said, these are just <coughs> examples of how things are grouped. So, I want you to tend to think, all right, I want to come out somebody who's got you know, knowledge skills or a particular sort of skills, and we'll come up with skills that fit that, that group. And then you can spend some points to get those skills. You can also leave skills open. So you can put in that you've got blank skill at good, and you you take it. You don't take an actual skill off the list, but you can then fill it in during play, okay? So that you don't have to sort of guess what you might need later. However, Mm -hmm. they will still, excuse me, generally speaking, be the sort of skills you'd actually have, like driving a car or repairing a motorcycle. Uh, Not, for example, being a chef in your case, because that's your background. Okay. If, however, you're going to tell me you've got a particularly weird skill that might be related to being a chef, but you're amazingly good at it or something like that, you would have to take that as a skill. It wouldn't be included in background. You'd probably take that as an extra thing that might be a little higher. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I think I'm up for that. Um, I'm going to take some skills in. What would be a related group then? Can I just invent my own related well, group? That's why I'm, yeah, but that's why I've given you these <laughs> sort of samples. Don't say yes, because Diesel, you know better. Yes, that. but. Ah, right. Um, I mean, this is why we're sort of operating a yes. bit on, you know, on the sort of things that you want. It's going to be generally day-to-day stuff for most people. A lot of these will apply. So how many skills do I end up with? Day, say? Well, that depends how many points you spend. So if I you put don't need four points into one think thing, them. you get four of them, but you've got one that's superb, two that are great, three... No, because that's... How does that work? If you spend four points, you get exactly <laughs> what you just said. One skill that's got superb at its rating. Blah, blah, blah. So, so you get nine skills out of a group if you put four points in it. Yep, but then you've spent four points. You only have five points. Hmm. But even so, that's still quite... It's a lot but you are very focused. <laughs> because of the, that's why they're in skill groups. What that's doing is saying, yes, this person could be that good, but they're in a fairly narrow field. If you want to be a bit of a jack-of-all-trades, then the chances are that you'll be master of none. You'll have some skills that you... You can get extra levels, by the way, to boost these things up outside the points. But initially, it was <coughs> concentrating. So, if, for example, Martin, you've got some skills that you think, yes, you know, you want those. Um, I'm afraid I've got one copy of this. Yes, all right. Are you ready? I'm just trying to decide where I'm spending my attribute points. I've got two freebies. Don't you get two freebies. Can I let's take, take down a something below fair to get the point back? I would suggest that you don't. However, you will be able to get. You can trade things. For example, if you take a fault 
and you will start with two faults. But if you take a fault, you can get a gift. <coughs> so if you take another fault, you get another gift. Now that gift is either two attribute levels, if you want to trade it in, or six skill levels. So effectively, by taking faults, you can then trade them in for other things. Right. But I have to take two faults anyway. Yes, because you've got two gifts. <coughs> However, one of them you get to pick. However, if you would like to be slightly different about it, you don't have to take that gift actually as a gift. You could take the second gift to trade in and get extra levels. You'd still get the faults for it, because you've still paid for it. But instead of having an extra thing like, oh, I'm very attractive, mm. you could use it to boost your attributes. Right. So once we've got the general things set down for the characters, then we're going to try and just tailor them a little bit for people. Would they be a linked set of skills? <coughs> Korean cooking, Korean medicine, herbalism. Um, As in Korean herbalism. Yeah, yeah. I I would. I think, generally speaking, you're going to have to say that the cooking side of it and the medical use of herbs and things is going to be separate. separate you wouldn't put them all under enough. traditional Korean skills or something and have it like that. No, because that I'd put down. I'd, I'd probably class that as your background, and it would be at a. You know, a, a relatively general knowledge. Right, of I thought I put them down as skills because otherwise, if I put, if I put background traditional Korean skills, I have nothing to put as skills. Well, no, you, me. you do. Your background is where you're from, essentially, who you are, what your main job is. That's that's what's yeah. in there. But it's all fairly broad stuff. For a start, you've only got one level <coughs> for that. So at the moment, your background is at a level of fair. Yeah. It's not particularly great. If you were to take um, Korean cooking as uh, or a p- particular element of Korean cooking as a skill on top of having it as part of your background as a chef <coughs> excuse me, then you're going to be much better at it in terms of the level probably but also I would say it gives you a, f- a much more specialised knowledge of it likewise if you were to, s- to include all three of those in your background they're going to be general things you'd know little bits about traditional <coughs> medicine and herbalism but it's kind of stuff you might remember okay. your grandmother saying. Now, if you actually want to be good at it and consistently good at it, do. then I would suggest that certainly the medicine and the herbalism can go together, but if you want cookery and herbalism together, it's a different side of the herbs, really. You might know some alleged healing properties or you know, medicinal properties, <coughs> but you're not going to be at the same level as a doctor or a pharmacist. Uh-huh. So if I put, <coughs> if I put <coughs> unknown, it's great. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then those two. So they're in one group. I have to think of something in that group that goes. So something that relates to. It might be acupuncture or something. Yeah, I mean, certainly, even though you might say, oh, well, um, you know, X isn't a traditional Korean thing, it's a traditional Chinese thing, whatever, say. I'd be fairly happy with that, that it would, it would be something you'd probably have learnt as a, as a group. So, so that's cool. I've got, what else would How many points have you put in? So it's two and two. Okay. So I don't know what would make also to go with cooking. Then I'm going to have to have blank and blank. Uh, you've also may have noticed that there's the general skills section on the far side, which lets you take odd skills from here and there. So, so what we got here? See the archery. At the weekend. The first thing I knew we'd start in this. 
Oh, come on, there's a girl in my office that does archery at the weekends. I'm tempted to actually go to a club. I used to do archery. Mm. All right, so you are the great persuader. You have persuade the great. Now, I take it these, <coughs> you're calling these a social group. Yes. Persuade, impress, flatter, and seduce is another one. Bluff, distract, carouse, and interview. Right, that's She's a travel agent. Fun. She talks to people. She finds out what they want. Mm-hmm. She persuades them. She flatters and them. And are you happy that... Ah, well... Are you happy that those are sufficiently different, that it's worth your while spending points on those? Do you see different game interpretations that would be worth spending your points on? She's the social person. She talks to people a lot. She Mm -hmm. has kind of an innate (coughs) understanding of what buttons to press and how to get somebody to book a good holiday with her on good commission. Is that hassle or haggle? Haggle. You should be ashamed, then. Um... (laughs) If it's haggle, why are all your other G's entirely different than the two in that word? Because uh, they're in the middle of the word. Oh, I see. So they become a different different letter. <laughs> Fascinating script. All right, so haggle, streetwise, search. All right, yeah. Well, she's been abroad quite a bit. She's used to she be... She lives in Manchester. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Archery. Um, so that's all your five points in those. Yeah, the archery so you... was something I put in <coughs> first, but if mm-hmm. I've got to spend my points on those other things, I'm guessing I can't have archery. I can have archery as a general thing at the top under my stamina, though, I guess, because she works out and she does a bit of archery at the weekend. Yeah, She's well, not championship level, she just no, does what, it as a hobby. What that would give you if it's included within an attribute mm. is a very basic... You know how it works. Um, you've got a moderate chance, but you're... Under any kind of adverse conditions or any kind of thing that you might say is a bit of a trick shot or accounting for wind direction or anything, you're going to be very bad at accounting for that sort of stuff. Yeah, because you're not a specialist. You've probably seen somebody do it. You might have had to go on holiday yeah. or at the fun fair almost. Now, if you have archery as an actual skill, you've got a much greater understanding, including repair, how to... Um, mm. How to fletch an arrow, that kind of stuff. She's a travel agent. It's a hobby. Yeah, she does so it, it, it depends. Saturday mornings, and has probably not been doing it for very long. Yeah. Now, so you can, if you want, to leave one or more of these blank oh, right, to okay. fill later. So if, you, if you're looking at them and thinking, have I loaded it a bit too much in one direction or another, you can have the, uh, the skill at, say, good, and don't put in what it is yet. Okay. And then choose something appropriate when you feel <coughs> it's starting to come into the game a lot, and actually you'd love to be able to okay. do this. Cool. Right. Otherwise, yep, that's very good. <coughs> so I'll get rid of the archery under the skills, because... Can't spare points for that, and it doesn't come under the. Uh... I suppose it could come under street. You could argue because it's a. It's not exactly street weapon. Not, not really. No, generally speaking, street weapons are things that aren't as tall as you. Mm. Mm. What have we got? Slight change. Uh, so you've got not, not defined as two in the cooking group that are blank. Yeah. Computer gaming and is that hacking? Yeah. Good mediocre. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So the the ones related to cooking. Have you got any idea of the sort of things you might? No. Right. So I'm just I'm just making sure that you will be able to find something within that group. I've no idea because it depends. It's if it's cooking, it seems quite narrow. So other than putting cooking, I don't know what else I could put. If you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I suppose, really, you could be into food, uh, things like food sciences and so on. Th- something that would relate to to that, perhaps. We uh, could, what if I put... Um, would that be more on the... What if I made it broader side? and actually became, not just Korean, but Korean cooking for great, but international cooking good? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could also, you could branch that out into things like the whole restaurant business. It wouldn't necessarily have to be the cooking side. Okay, restaurant You know, if you want to say, well, I, I'm, I do my own accounts, for instance, I used to run a restaurant or whatever, I'd say that's still involved in, in the cooking group from the point of view of being uh, a chef and having a restaurant and so on. You would have done okay. that. So just, just to keep things... Showmanship. Ah, you're out there in front of the... Uh, Not the quite. I'll, I'll explain that later. Okay. You ride to work on a unicycle. No, I think I, I as well... I, Don't tell me you used to do that when you were a physicist. <laughs> if you spent one point in one, in one scale, what does that give you? Yeah. Right, if you spend one point in a scale, I don't want a broad, I don't want a broad focus or a narrow focus, I want one point in one scale. Right, it doesn't work like that. <clears throat> what you can do is to buy up skill levels, which you could then put... Most skills will start at poor. So, for example, if you don't put down that you can drive a car, then you're going to be a poor driver <coughs> as standard. <coughs> now, that's not particularly awful, because in most circumstances, most people only need to be very poor drivers, because mm. they're not faced with a challenging situation. Yeah. And unfortunately, when people are faced with a challenging situation, that's when it shows up that, in actual fact, most of us are fairly poor drivers. Mm. You know, we're not used to driving at high speed on ice and suddenly have to screech to a halt, that kind of stuff. So you could... Then say, so, well, I'm going to have um, that skill and build up the Jesus levels by spending extra levels on it. But also, forward. something like this, one point, you can spend a maximum of one point to get three skills at fair from any two or three groups. So that gives you a much broader skill. We can just pick the odd one or two out of totally unrelated groups. Right. And you can okay. then spend extra skill levels to bring them up. And how much is a skill level? Uh, you get X number of levels. You don't spend those points on the levels. Right, that's, okay. that's where there's a distinction that's a bit confusing okay. to start with. Right. It took me two passes to get this. Right. Your five points get you those skills, okay. but the level right. that they're at yeah. is a different thing. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. Confucianism. I can see you getting slapped silly by the people who are <laughs> <laughs> I've got, for stamina, I've got kind of works out, art trip, does art trip at the weekend. Have, have you actually put down your level, have you left any space to write in what your level is on these, by the way? Well, it'll be how, squeezed how, in. How many numbers do we get to be? For social, I've got... Well, they're got not numbers, then. They're, uh... Easy going, makes friends easily. Reasoning, I've got, she's good psychological understanding of people, so that sound okay? Because mm-hmm. that all comes through a job. Yep. Now, your attributes, as I mentioned earlier, all start at fair, and then you get two free attribute levels. To, uh, two free. Two of them free. And if you want to look at the little scale down at the <coughs> bottom there, that will show you what going up a level or two goes. So if it starts at fair and you increase it by one level, it becomes good. You can also then start trading in faults and gifts, which are the next <coughs> thing once you've got the skills out of the way, to increase levels on skills and levels on attributes. I don't think stamina and coordination is that big. Oh, you get three fudge points as well. So, uh, I'm tempted to put th- something into flux, but... You have to put something into flux, oh. uh, as opposed to... I mean, in, in, flux. Yes, in, in terms of it's got to be a level. 
yeah. it will be fair if you don't put but anything else I in. I tend to put something in it, but I can't see any background reason because I don't know what it is. No, yeah, that's, that's right. Which makes it impossible for me to tell whether I should have a point Absolutely. <coughs> I see. The only thing I can tell you is that you've all got it. So whether it's going to be important or not is something you have to judge for yourself. I'll, I'll put a point in. Just, just Your background it. is also fair, unless you say otherwise. It is an attribute. Yeah, but I put as a skill. So although I'm a chef, I'm actually very good. But your background is still fair. So what that would be is your general background, anything that's not covered by those skills that you're amazingly good at. Yeah. If you can say to me, well, look, as part of my background, that you know, I will, I would have done that. I would, I would know that. Then, yeah, fair enough. You can roll that at fair. Whereas, if it would have been a skill that you might have had to have had, you'd probably have had to roll up poor or not be allowed to use it at all. So it's it's allowing your characters really a wider skill base, without having lots right. and lots and well, lots that of case, skills. I'm going to put a different background. Okay. Oh. Korean. How are you doing, Martin? You got really it. Uh, so you can, leave, you can leave some blanks if you want. No, because no, no, there's always no. that possibility. That after, when they have a Korean fair, the I'm the person who turns up to demonstrate traditional Korean arts. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I happen to be a good cook, but really... You, you have more talent. Uh, so your background at the moment is at the level of fair. I know it's good, actually. I've changed the skill. Oh, all good. Right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Right, so because I want my reasoning and psychological understanding of people to be great, that means everything else has to stay fair, doesn't it? Including the background. Well, at the moment, but so you can get extra levels because you've got gifts and faults. So how do the faults work? Give give us an example of a couple of faults. Right, well, let's just see. Has everybody got... (coughs) Looks pretty. I mean, you can always make little changes. Let's see uh, (coughs) see what you've got. What's your fellow's background? You're a detective. Mm -hmm. So for background fluctuating coordination, you need to jot down that those are fair or whatever that you've changed them to. Well, I haven't finished yet because you were saying about... So your skills, you've got street skills. Uh, Knowledge. I don't know. Has it got Jean Reno in it? It has. Right, I've seen that. But the younger French cop, the really cocky one, he's basically like him. He's a bit cocky. He's slightly martial arts, so he's quite fit, he's slightly martial arts. Why on earth would you not want to be like Jean Reno? Because <laughs> I'm not going for the old uh, Tinky Cup. Oh. Are you going to be French? No. <laughs> I think he's like him in character. Well, in, in character, he's quite French. <laughs> if, well, if you want me to be, I can look at mm-hmm. well, well, him. You're playing Jean Reno, you could, you could spend most of the game just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems fine, yeah. So, faults. So, gifts and faults. Let's not look a fault horse in the mouth. <coughs> well, I'd quite like to get my background up a, a level, so it depends Just what I have to the, sacrifice. Just between the skill groups and so on, please. Get it out of the way. Now, you start with two gifts. One of them is flux, and one of them is picked by you. Mm-hmm. If you wish... You could only start with one gift, which is flux, because you have to have that. Mm-hmm. It's not actually at a level. Gifts okay. don't act the same way as you just you have them or you don't. They might give you a bonus or whatever, but but you can't improve or increase okay. a gift. So if I don't have 
another gift if I just have folks what do I get back what you get back is the equivalent of a gift which you could then spend on other things now a gift and a fault are a one for one thing so if you take an extra fault it gives you an extra gift mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could trade a gift in for either two attribute levels okay or six skill levels and if you want more gifts and therefore more things to trade in, you have to take more faults. So these are, I've got these off the internet. There's a whole load of faults and gifts. And again, these are examples, just so you know the just sort of thing. Going back slightly before sure. we rush into this, I'm just thinking actually some of the things that I've taken. Something like bluff, intimidate and persuade, would they reasonably though be considered to be my background detective skills rather than my skills? It depends how you want to, to do it. Bear in mind that your background, unless you say otherwise, I've got, like, starts I've, at fair. I've picked things like police procedure, but again, would that not be my detective background? Yeah, generally. Now, if you wanted to be... Suppose you wanted to know it backwards. Yeah. You want to be the guy here, if it comes to police procedure or a particular... Um, what do you have to make? Oh, I presume if there's anything left of it after he was uh, rubbing vigorously, <laughs> you don't uh, if you wanted to be the guy who knows you know, every law, every procedure backwards, that wouldn't be part of your general background. Because yeah. your general background is going to be things like most policemen would know. Yeah. But if you're going to say, well, actually, I specialise in this, I've got this particular interest, take that as a skill. Can I pitch the example sheet back? Uh, yeah. I was going to point slightly differently. Okay. I, I realise that there's I realise there's some overlap and some slightly grey areas but that's it's partly deliberate mm-hmm. and it was a while before what are you after? Gifts. The gifts. Gifts and, Gift, and forms about. Uh, it's partly deliberate to, to see if we can get a game that does let you have a character that works pretty much the way you want it to work. That if you feel that the character is He's supposed to, you know, it's like if you play um, something like Star Trek, the old uh, FASA game. You can be a ship's captain who's actually really crap at almost all of his skills and has a very, very small chance of succeeding at any of them. Right. And it's not quite the guy you signed up to play. We had that problem with Savage Worlds in fact, Pirates of the Spanish oh, Main. Well done, Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Pirates of the Spanish Main, we had that thing where um, Emma and several people were saying that, yes, they were supposed to be playing a swashbuckling pirate, but to begin with, you were crap at everything. Yes. And it just didn't seem that the skills and things worked in the way that people wanted to begin with. So I'm trying to avoid that by making it up as we go. How's that? Sort of. Has it changed since a <laughs> white costume? No, snowman costume or gummy cake? You're smiling in that particular smile, which I remember mainly from making Martin's life hell when you were playing a superhero. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you brought some yeah. printouts. We, Go we, on. You're carrying a set of knives. You're carrying a set of knives. Yeah. Let me explain. That's right. We came... Uh, we we're, were going to a career. We came across a gentleman who's demonstrating traditional Korean cooking. Yes. Okay. Sorry, it's based on him. Okay, good. Amongst the things he had, he had a white costume with a bandana. Right. And like a wooden trough thing, where he placed some gummy cake in, smashed it like mad, and so he pounded it, and ripped off bits and gave it to people. Okay, he cool. Demonstrating chopping and things. So I'm adding the fact he's got herbs and stuff, but it's basically him. Okay. He's got an enormous mallet, because that's what he does. It's, right. in fact, this gentleman here. That's the mallet. That's the mallet. Okay. I can tell you now a slight problem you've got with this. Yeah. 
Um, the white costume, okay, if that's what you actually want to be walking around town in. Well, I think I was doing a demonstration at the time. All right. The, the gummy cake, quite possibly. Uh, the herbs, depending what they are, likely to be okay. Yep, no problem there. Teachings of Confucius, if you like, certainly. Set of knives, huge mallet, illegal to carry in this country. But for a demonstration, just like people can do demonstrations of sword work. Yes, yes, but what they can't do is actually carry out stuff on the person. But you can have it in a case. case. No, you can have it in a case if you have a good reason to carry it, which is usually, I'm going to work. I'm a chef doing a demonstration. Yeah, if you are actually going to work to do it. Yeah, the demonstration. You could argue that with a police officer and they would probably be quite happy. But otherwise, carrying a set of knives, whether they're in a case, a locked box, a backpack, whatever, is actually an offence under the Dangerous Weapons Act. And the, So if you've got those, I'm really going to have trouble allowing you to have them on your person, even generally if, speaking, in Manchester. Even if I figure the bit where it occurs is I'm actually taking part in a... Well, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I figured, oh, well, no, I, figured but, I get ripped out from that photo, more or less. But this is um, this is just what I'm explaining to you, that if, if uh, for it example... It could have been worse. It could have been worse. It could have been... Worse. been, my, been... My, my alternative option was Danish and England goalkeeper, Peter Schmeichel. <laughs> <laughs> Not England, hands? Danish and Manchester United goalkeeper, Peter Schmeichel. Okay. Enormous hands. He's enormous. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's enormous. So you're going to play a goalkeeper? I was going to, yeah. instead of having a play. So this guy's fine, this guy's fine. At the restaurant, or, oh, thank you very much, um, or, you know, heading towards any particular things, all that's fine. Generally speaking, day to day, the mallet and the knives, you would not be able to carry. No, but uh, the reason for the mallet, obviously you wouldn't be having the mallet every day, but the reason for the mallet is I figured... You wouldn't be having the knives. I could slid away at the point of uh, doing a demo. Right. I'm just explaining that now, so that when it comes up that that's not what happens, you understand when I say, actually, no, you haven't got those knives with you. You probably won't have those knives with you. Okay. However, you will be very good at recognising a decent knife if you see one. But in all honesty, no, um, if you've got a two-inch long pen knife that has a blade lock on it, that's illegal in this country. The Americans listening are throwing their hands up in horror. If you have, if you have a non-locking slip joint over three speak, inches, it's illegal. Speak of the Soviet Union, in Aikido classes where we use live blades. That's really Big swords. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to say that the, um, the, the laws for carrying knives in this country are somewhat draconian, but they're also... It's not helping either. <clears throat> well, no, because I don't know if you've noticed, but... You know, the, the kids who uh, who tend to be stabbing each other don't go out and buy something like uh, a lovely handmade um, lap puko knife, which you know uh, I have one and it's lovely and it's great and I can't carry it uh, if I'm going anywhere unless I've got all my camping gear off and I'm heading to the train station and I've got a map of you know the wild somewhere where I'm going camping. Then, I could, then if they stop me, they can say right, why have you got that in your bag? And they will probably say that's fine. If, on the other hand, I'm wandering around the Arndale Centre, exactly the same, that's not okay. Wow. It partly depends on how much they want to prosecute you. But anyway, that's getting slightly to the side. But generally speaking, fine, yeah. Um, the trainers are a bit garish, but that's okay. So, we move on to the, uh, the gifts and faults section. I, I'm currently taking the fault of colour blind. 
That's why okay. she wears pink polyester all the time. Probably. That's um, just uniform, isn't it? Uniform. Well, she probably just doesn't realise that it's absolutely <coughs> awful. The fault of chav, perhaps. <laughs> the power of chav. But <coughs> the gift that she gets with that is that she never gets lost. She actually does know where she is all the time. Because she's colourblind. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting just the way the brain's Reading right. an Ordnance Survey map would be extremely difficult if you've got one. Yeah, but she's got an innate sense of where she is. Okay, so you've got a good sense of direction and an internal map. It won't be foolproof, of course, yeah. but yeah, that's that's fair enough. That's the sort of thing a gift is. And if you've met somebody who's got a photographic memory, it's really very rare to meet somebody who actually mm. has a photographic memory, but some people have very good memories, that's a gift. Point yeah. of ruling, please, yes. ladies and gentlemen, everybody really. Mm-hmm. His training for his physical stamina, etc., is martial arts. Does that give him good coordination or good stamina? Depends on the Both. type of martial arts. Mm. Karate. Stamina. stamina. If it was Aikido, it'd be more coordination. Karate, um, he'll also get very fat in later years. Karate tends to. Um, <coughs> no, he won't. He'll He's my character. character. He will look <laughs> fat. <laughs> karate builds up amazing stomach muscles. So everybody who does karate over a long period of time develops a very particular physique. Just like you can tell a swimmer by looking at them. You can tell somebody who's good at karate. That fat bastard is kicking my ass. He's doing the karate. <laughs> empathy. And how do you picture empathy working? Uh, to go with the traditional medicine, I can kind of suss out what's up with someone. So you're thinking empathy in a medical sense? Or uh, a sort of general... Or the feelings and moods and so on? Uh, you're looking depressed, I can kind of... Just get a general sense of what you might call it if you were um, in that mode of thinking. Hear your spirit of something. Yeah, that seems pretty reasonable. <coughs> now, is anybody going to take... Um, and you also need some faults. Okay. You've got to start with two faults. Oh, two oh, faults? I thought yeah. I didn't if I didn't I've only got one fault. So oh, no, because you've, you've got two gifts. You've always got to start with um, <coughs> flux as a gift, and therefore you have a fault for that. So poor English... Oh, that's going to be a role-playing heaven, isn't it? Um, <laughs> you don't want me to. I don't mind not taking it, because well, I'm, I'm a showman who does Korean demonstrations. I, 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 could I, would, I would probably say don't take that. <clears throat> well, okay. you, yes, you can take it as a fault, because you can buy it off if it improves. It's all right. Yeah, I would, what, I would what, say that what, would be okay. What else would be a fault, then? Well, that's why I've got two pages of example oh, faults. Can I see? Um, you can, but uh, with the biscuit hand mm-hmm. over there. We're going to be... Um, Doing well together, then. It's alright, none of you know each other. There we go, Code of Honour. Code of Honour, okay. Now, how does your Code of Honour, generally speaking, work? Well, I'm Confucius. So it's all ancestors, and uh, if you're helping your family, and if you're doing what would be considered the right thing in the situation. So, would you say that your Code of Honour, for example, is it the, you know, we don't leave anyone behind, no injured man? Is it um, kindness to kindness to strangers is part of it, but it's also um, it's sort of generally an idea that things are better if they're done traditionally in a stable way. Mm -hmm. Like uh, looking after horses. Is it six skill points you get for (laughs) four? Yes. So currently, because I've got two faults and two gifts, I don't actually get any skill points. I'd have to take a third fault to get those attribute points. That's right. Okay. Uh, remember, you can take attributes or you can take uh, skill levels. Uh, law abiding. Mm-hmm. 
I hate to break, break a law for a similar reason, confusion. Okay. Yeah. It's about you know the system, and you should follow tradition, and you should really you know. I'm, I'm not totally inflexible, but you know if if there's a law, then really you should follow. Right. So you need a very good reason. <clears throat> I would break a law to save a life. Right. For instance, would is there something you would have to do? Because you've broken the law, is there something? For example, you know the, the classic case of your your D and D cleric who may have done something bad, like killed a wizard. Um, he might have to atone for that act, for instance. Now, would you say, okay, it justifies breaking the law, or do you see your character then as needing to do something to make up for the fact that he's had to go against his no, principles? Not at all. Right, as long as he's uh, as I, long I, as he's justified. I see the reason. him having as a moral code something which will tell him what to do. Right. But then he has to do it. Okay. So, in other words, he would feel bound to break the law if it was saving someone's life. Right. Now, Martin, you've got <coughs> a gift of flux. I notice you've got three faults. Indeed. So, where have you been ramping up the levels? He <coughs> has. He's cocky, he has a short fuse, and he's nosy. Um, <laughs> See, you organised people have written in page numbers. It's alright, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's only three pages. How, how could you not know which was right? He's a plainclothes detective in Manchester. Um, he's great at linguistics. <coughs> he's got a smattering of Chinese because we're going into Chinatown. He also knows a little bit of Indian. Any career? Pakistani. Not particularly, no. Um, but a lot of the things you'd find in and around Manchester, you might know a bit of smattering of Polish. He'll just know enough to get by. Chinese is probably the one he's best mm. at. Sorry, I've just spotted his name. Yeah, well, you know, I thought we'd have a re... Uh, What's his name? He's back. Reincarnation. Gordon's back. Um Gordon. Gordon Chance. Gordon Chance. He's kind of my default character name if uh, in doubt. So. Um, <clears throat> well, it's better than like your default character name being Belfagar of Asmodee or something. Isn't it? I mean, that doesn't fit terribly well into many settings. Um, he likes to work out, but he's kind of that. He's like an athletically slim workout rather than a big muscly workout. Yep. Um, so he's more sort of running and things like that. Um, he's pretty good at, mar- at unarmed fighting, which is sure. martial arts. If I, I don't believe I'm saying this, but could we move the biscuits away from me, please? I've seen a bit more space. Ooh, Thanks. Um, yeah. Just as a just, point, just we need more fighting. Sorry. Is fighting a skill going to need? Because you've got fighting, haven't you? Well, I have, but just because... You're going to be ordinary people... Right, but so I don't need Manchester. to take fighting. Well, you, if I have to. you might end up in fights. <coughs> That's possible. This is a role-playing game. But the whole point is that you're creating ordinary people rather than saying, well, I'm a perfectly ordinary person, but I actually practice ninjutsu. Okay. You know, sort of tweaking the system. Um, I, if, if that's not something that's part of your character okay. logically... Then that's all right. Then, you know, if, if a situation like that comes up, the travel agent comes to go, talk then. everybody out of trouble. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. So you're the fighter, because you're a martial artist. Man. Yeah. Okay. I'm colourblind, stubborn and easy to read, but I never get lost. You're easy to read? Yes, that, um, my emotions are So, when you're, when you're persuading people and so on, you're actually, it's totally transparent, it's like a real travel agent, that it's quite obvious that you're really just trying to sell them a holiday, but you are quite good at it. I'm very good at it anyway. Right. Because my persuade is great. Right. Um, my background is fair. I don't know what flux is, but I put it good anyway, just to hedge my bets. Yeah, who's put who's put um, points into flux? Has everybody taken it to good? Uh, after, yeah. <laughs> 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 to me. 
<laughs> We're experienced role players here. It wouldn't be fantastic if, if you discovered everybody had put loads of points into Flocks and they discovered that it was a GM tool to yeah. make you throw away points so that you created fairly points. <laughs> but, but this yeah. isn't Amber, so Amber. Yeah. Oh, Amber. What's up with Amber? I'll tell you exactly what the greatest skill were. Yeah. Her stamina's quite like fair. She's not brilliantly athletic. <clears throat> yep. Her coordination's fair as well. But she's got good social skills and she's got really great reasoning skills in that it's social... It's more about understanding people. Yeah, Psychological good. understanding of people. Well, not so, the social, then. Well, it's this is the background attributes, reasoning... That's where she excels at. She, she's great at persuading people. She's good at flattering and well, seducing. that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't that be social? She's good at reading people and things. Why is that reasoning? Because it's a... Her intellectual greatness... <laughs> What's he done? I'm sorry, he's just... Oh, suddenly his Korean background has gone down to the but Flux has gone up. <laughs> I see. Uh, no, I mean, come on, you've got to make a decision sometime. Really. Um, but most very, very intelligent people that I know are actually not terribly good at being... Yes, but she, she might not be terribly intelligent or not. educated, but she's good at understanding people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why are you putting it under reasoning? That's a social skill. What well, I'm asking you is, is why is it under the bracket of reasoning, not why have you got it? Well, it, it can be under anything. Now, I was just saying, why am I putting my reasoning at great? It's not because she's a boffin or a super intelligent person. Her reasoning is great because that's what but, she excels yeah, well, that's at. That's what I'm saying. Why don't you put a social at great then, since those are the things that you give her? But you. she has. She's got persuade at great. No, but social. No, I think Mossy's just looking at attributes. the attributes. Mm. The way you, between you said you're going to have the attributes yeah. working... Is that justification really appropriate for... Um, She's a really likeable kind of person who was really empathising yes, with people. Yes, but things. actually not knowing a cold, calculating reasoning how person. people work is an intellectual function. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's you an empathic say, function. Yeah. It is. You have okay. to say what your reasoning is. In that case, I can... I'm just saying it, just seems, it seems odd that you've gone for this sort of calculating reasoning person <laughs> who's really good at understanding people. Yeah. It's kind of a dichotomy. Y- your reasoning would be something like, uh, can spot good deals or something. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So, so essentially, you've it. got that under the other stats, really. Yeah. It would be quicker to probably just run the, the stats out. Is it because yeah, game change when you come to sort of role-play it, you'll end up justifying everything all of the time, whereas if it's a sort of a socially empathic yeah. thing, we just assume you could do See, that, that's what I want to avoid. It's, it's a, a bit of a balance between being able to have something that's just... You know, everybody's got the same basic stats from every game, and it doesn't quite fit, and you're never really happy, but that's how they are. And having something that's so vague that we constantly get into a discussion and argument. Because we had bits of that with things like powers and truth and justice, that in, on one or two occasions, mentioning no John, uh, mentioning no names, um, <coughs> there, there were some powers that perhaps had, shall we say, vague and Ever increasing plot sharpening, sharpening, portal opening, bowel disrupting, plot conniving. They they seem they seem to be something that has to be negotiated every time. But you say that was like it's a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, believe it or not, John. For everyone else around the table. That's why I like Amber because I think open-ended powers that you have to work out how to use are actually really good. 
Well, you yes. Were, you were the only person at the table who was doing it. That's the only problem. So well, to, to a point, kind of because the thing is, that everyone, everybody else, every, things were coming out as a stunt. So, for example, if I got super strength, you'd have something as a stunt. So, yeah, <coughs> that fits in, but it's a sort of it's a slightly separate thing. And I don't really want that to happen. Well, every time you want to do something fairly simple, you're realising, well, actually, none of the stats really apply. So I've got to describe something, and it slows things down. Mm-hmm. Right. As far as General gear goes. Now, it's what you are going to have on you if you are heading off to meet somebody. Um, so it's not... It might be work-related, but it's not you're not going to a particular function, you're not going to a particular event, something like that. So it's wouldn't stuff you, would, mallet, you wouldn't have the mallet and the knives, no. I like the mallet. Essentially. I think I'll have it anyway. <coughs> you, you really aren't going to be wandering through <coughs> in Manchester with a huge mallet over your shoulder and make it to your destination now, are you? Never know. But they're the general sorts of things that you would be carrying. So it could be as part of your job, if you are allowed to carry a weapon as part of your job, for example, then yes, you would be able to carry a weapon after hours, perhaps. But generally speaking, these are just the sorts of things you'd have in your pocket. So it's usually money, credit cards, that sort of stuff. What's up, mate? Well, I've just completely forgotten them. All stars. What are the uh, old basketball trainers called? Converse. Converse, thank you. Alright. The ones that go halfway up your ankle. There we go. Oh, he's got a suit now. Okay, good. Well, sadly, yes. Well, no, you could be dressed like that if if you want. If he, you know, perhaps you've just finished work and you're heading off to, to this appointment oh, or whatever. Right. Dressed like that, but just be aware that that's what you dress like. That, that's okay. Um, I mean, if you want to dress in a clown costume, that's okay, as long as you recognise that you are wandering around town in a clown costume. But something like the the knives, I've got. To, I've really got to say no on that because you you just couldn't generally go. That hammer is four feet long. <laughs> when you said a mallet, I was thinking the sort of thing you put, you know, tenderized meat. Actually, or, surely you can go around in. with chef's knives if they're rolled up in a chef roll. No, no, that's what I've just been telling you. No. I did a year at technical college in my youth. Yeah, and, and if you were stopped by the police, and I was they fine, would say, why are you carrying those knives? And you'd say, because I'm on my way to tech college to yeah. do my chefing. And they'd say, okay, Plus, that's fine, thanks. Let's be honest, your youth was before the most recent update of <laughs> the dangerous weapons. <laughs> it's quite some time. Before in fact, had they invented steel. <sighs> well, I think it's Excalibur count. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever spend any time lying around in ponds? Because <laughs> we've referred to you as a moistened mint on several I'm not sure I have. <laughs> right, is there anything about the character sheet that you would like to know, or anything you need to check in terms yeah, of gear? This wounds box, really, they don't need that. The wounds, well, if you don't want it, mate, that's fine, but it's going to keep you alive. If you're wondering how it works... And I don't seem to have any fudge points. Yes, you do. You have three, like Ooh. everybody else, except you haven't written yours in. Okay. Where do you write the fudge points in? Right, you see where it says fudge points at the top of the sheet? Fudge? Down. Ah. <coughs> fudge. There you go. And uh, if you like, you can have representative Ooh. fudge points. Wow. You can pass some of those along and not just pile six up your sheet. Okay. Two, give it the third. Nice Ever the weasel. Now, let's think. So, she's got a handbag with money, makeup, perfume, phone, iPod, book, hairbrush, fair ferritite, small photo album, ooh, yeah. family on holiday. Anything else the girl that's having a handbag? Why did you go, ooh, yeah, when she says fair ferritite? So you've got a handbag. 
I just want a particular type of phone. So okay. I can listen to some music. Deodorant. She needs deodorant. Yeah, she does. A stinky bitch. Bad <laughs> <laughs> freshener. You're right there, Marcy. <laughs> now. She's got a big bag. I'm guessing that the Korean gentleman probably doesn't have an aunt in the gym. Uh, no, correct. However, he might know somebody called Barbara Connors. On the other hand, I, I think a travel agent would have something like that, and you would almost certainly. With each of the things that your characters have received, which have just been dropped through the door, uh, they're in an envelope with a Yale door key. What, what, what? A Yale door key. The, the notes come with the Yale door key. Yep, right. so um, the lady's written to you and um, dropped in a key so you can just let yourself in. Right. So, that takes us pretty much through character generation. Unfortunately, we've still got plenty of time to start the adventure, so uh, let me just actually get the damn thing. Ooh, the Vicky Fates. What, the GMing? Mm, That's what we're having on. Not so hot on that. Mm. No, you're very good at it, but you just hate it. Um, If anybody particularly needs it, I've got an extra printout of the the fudge rules and so on, but there, there should be simple enough that we don't need to refer to that. That's what I'm thinking anyway. Right, so the letters come from somebody that you know, and um, essentially it's uh, it's a case of what you'd like to do. So we'll start on the table, John. I'll go there after work at seven. Yeah, everything. Actually, no, restaurants. I'll have to go there. Could be there. It'll have to be, won't it? Mm, yeah, that's okay, right. So I'm coming back from a demonstration on Saturday and going there afterwards. So it will close sort of six-ish and we'll go straight there. Okay, so do you think you're, are you the sort of person who tends to arrive early, dead on time? Are you going to be a bit pushed for time to get there or what? Uh, well, I think the time works quite well because I'll have to get the tram or something get across Manchester, but otherwise I'll be all right. Right, okay. So you reckon you'll be there? That's why I'm not there. there at seven. In other words. Right. Yeah. Okay, Sarah, our travel agent, whose name I'm afraid I've forgotten. Susie Walters. Susie Walters, okay. Very travel agent name. She, she's actually just like a dream job or something for you. Did you used to have a little travel agent Cindy doll? Or? Well, you know, I do like. Apart from the fact that they're paid appalling amounts of non-money. They get more than I do. They're paid on their level of skill. Anyway, yeah. I actually thought about applying to trail finders, you but should. then I got the job. Cheap holidays. Yeah. The, the, the whole recession business. Yeah. yeah. So I'll stay with the count. So right, I'm going to nip home first and change out the polyester. Have a quick shower, freshen up, oh, grab a bag. Well, I'm disappointed. So then. do you think Sorry. the um, first thing you've done is change out the character's outfit? Yeah, you've got to be like the old. You've just described all this, all this <laughs> outfit, and then promptly changed out of it in the very first scene. Yes, because she's been there from. You're doing overtime. You come on after the overtime. You've got you to wanted to be wearing pink polyester. Well, but you described it. You've just taken ages to describe it to us, and then gone home and changed. Yeah, but she's in jeans, jumper and coat. With your reasoning social skills. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, so you're, what, likely to be running slightly late, I think, then? No, because she'll have finished work at half five, she'll have been home by six. Is she the sort of person who makes sure she arrives early, or would she be on time, or is she always just that little bit late for things and sort of rushes in, a thousand things to do? How do, how do you see the character in terms of timekeeping? She'll be quite good at timekeeping because she knows that she knows that it annoys some people, so she knows when she's got to be on time. 
And she, the, the people that are more laid back. When she, she needs to be on time, she will be in the game. But when it doesn't matter, it's okay not to be. Yeah. No, some people are laid back about timekeeping, so she knows that she doesn't have to be there. This is something I'm trying to establish. Um, but for the people where it's important, then she'll be there. Aunt Imogen, on the other hand, has asked her to be there at seven, so she'll be there at seven. Fuck off. And, uh... <laughs> oh, I'm late. What I'm running late. <laughs> um, he's running late. He's just pulled up in the golf, turned the ACDC off that was blaring out of the stereo. So it leaks out the car. Has he got like a 1980s golf? Well, you're going to slide yeah. over... Uh, Gene Hunt. And then, uh, you're going to slide over the bonnet. Only in terms of rhyming <laughs> slang, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's James Hunt you're thinking of. No, Gene Hunt. Um, Hunt. No, no idea. Uh, oh, you should watch it. It's very good. Uh, it? Philip Lannister. Right. Right. Uh, you might have heard some of his famous quotes like, uh, put your hands up, you're surrounded by armed bastards. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Like that. um, anyway. Which is a classic. Yeah. So he's sort of running from the car mm-hmm. um, to this All right. house. Now you've all... Fumbling uh, you've desperately all... for the key that he knows he's supposed to have to let him into the house. But... Well, yeah. in that case, um, John has... Um... Let me just actually write down some character names here. <coughs> I would not be late. Nope. We've already established that. Sorry, your name was um, what? Uh, John Sock. Cheeky something. Chosen Sock. John Sock. What was it? Cindy Susie. Walters. Susie Walters. Susie Walters. Susie, S U Z I, or is it? <laughs> no, just Susie. S. F U S I E. Okay, it's one of those things that can be lots of spelling. Right? <laughs> so, Julie Walters, Odd Sock, <laughs> and Gordon Chance, of course. Right, Mr. Sock. Sock, you you arrive, and you're the first one there. Um, Only a DC. It's um, it's a Victorian sort of... uh, DCI, if you like. Nah. I'll Um, ring the bell. Okay. Knock on the door, whatever. If there's no answer, I'll use it. There is no answer, and um, the key certainly works. Stepping inside, it's... It's quiet in here, you can't hear anybody moving about. You're standing in a hallway. Yeah, it's very, really nice. You know, it's a typical, reasonably well kept. How well do I know Barbara? Um, I presume she's uh, somebody uh, from, sort of from work. So you, you know, she obviously knows you well enough to give you the key to her house. Okay. I'll uh, call her name. Yeah, probably known her for a little Knock while. Knock on the door, push open the living room, or whatever the most obvious room is. <laughs> yeah, to your right, there's <laughs> not push open. It's going to be the, uh, the front room that has the bay window that you walk past. Uh, looking in, there's um, settee, a couple of armchairs, there's a tray of tea and biscuits on the coffee table. And um, there's something sitting on All the. Right. No, no. Middle of the table, next to the uh, next to the tea and biscuits, that looks a bit like a, an MP3 player or Walkman and that sort of thing. Okay. And there's just a little card next hey. to the tea and biscuits that says, "Please help yourself." So I uh, sit down and do. Okay. Uh, just as you're getting the the tea together, the door presumably opens or the bell rings. Or... Auntie Emmy, you home? Auntie Emmy. Um. I'll stand up and say, uh, uh, I'm "Apparently, there's a parrot at the front." Door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it it is. Just me, John Sock. Do you want oh. to come in? Jim who Sock. are you? Where's Auntie Emmy? Jim Sock. John Satisfaction. <laughs> Jim Sock. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I'm supposed to be meeting my um, Auntie Imogen here. Um, who are you? And where's my Auntie Emmy? Uh, well, I'll stand up. Apparently, Mr. Travel Agent is four years old. Uh, Susie. Um, so Little Jimmy is back in town. I believe there may be some confusion. 
Confusing. Isn't there always some confusion for you? <laughs> oh, um... Is it, is so you arrive, um, uh, screech to John, a halt. Is this as this is written, or is this handwritten? Are they in the same handwriting? Is they in um, any signatures? I would think the one from Aunt Imogen is handwritten. Um, well, they're all going to be ah, handwritten, actually. I don't know if it's her handwriting or not. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is her handwriting. Certainly, they're all signed, and, you know, it's definitely Barbara, <coughs> definitely... Um, oh, so the uh, excuse me. DC what are you doing in my ex-mother-in-law's house? Looking for my oh. auntie Amy. She's not your ex-mother-in-law, is she? No. So why are you in her house? Uh, she's a bit younger because than your ex-mother-in-law. Asked to. I would just say. Oh, um, but uh, no one said that. Sorry, forgot to mention. Who are you? Well, I'm a policeman. What are you doing here? Well, I came to meet my auntie Amy. Excuse me. Also received message. I'll sort of wander and pick up a digestive and sort of break a bit off and start okay. looking around. Oh. I'll tell you anything somewhere. Okay, it is indeed um, an MP3 player. Oh, excuse um, me, I'll take care of that, please. The front, door, front door opens. Uh, indeed. Sorry. And um, it's, it's all right. Um, she's arrived. Uh, she sort of swans in, um, sort of flying back over, takes off her sunglasses. Oh, everybody's here. Fantastic. Ooh, custard creams. Helps herself to a biscuit and starts pouring a cup of tea. I'm ever so sorry I'm a bit late. Just got terribly caught wait, wait up. Wait for her to sit down, then sit down. Right then. How are you? Very well, thank you. Hello. Good. Who are you? And is she, is she the person we're expecting to meet? <coughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it is. She, yeah. she was, yeah. It's my auntie Imogen. Uh, apparently this is this aunt, is Auntie Imogen, yeah. Although, I'll go over and give her a hug. Though you, um, no, as and you, you know, in more of a business capacity, so you hadn't realised that perhaps Imogen's a middle name or something. But don't mind, uh, not my problem. I'll just sit down and wait. Uh, but you certainly don't recall her mentioning lots of other people or anything. It's a bit, a bit peculiar. What's going on? I'll have another biscuit and stand by the fireplace. I also am having biscuits. Mm. Sitting on the couch. Right, um... What, what on earth's going on, Auntie? Well, she, she toys with the sunglasses and said, look, um... Just... I I'll say what, your father. I, uh, Well, it's a bit hard to explain. Look, just hang on a second. Um, listen to a bit of music or something, and I'll, um... Just let me go and hang my coat up. I want me a minute. Uh, well, let me do out, that for you. Steps out of the, um, the room into the hall. Um... I try and take the coat off and... Oh, Auntie, will you just sit there? I'll do that for you. Well, it's quite all right, but I, you know, I can drop it in the bedroom myself. Um, just just have a have a listen. I mean, really, it's all a bit confusing. I'll have biscuit. <laughs> She'll just step on? out into the hall. Still, you've got these uh, two nice gentlemen to keep you company. I bet there's no ACDC on it. <coughs> well, let's see what is on this. There's a sort of um, flash, and uh, <laughs> you, you get you get the feeling that you know the feeling when you you've unexpectedly fallen asleep and you wake up and you've got that kind of I'm not entirely sure it seems slightly darker in the room. Sometimes passed, but you're not sure because time shouldn't have passed. You didn't realise you're going to fall asleep. You've got that kind of feeling. It's a bit chilly, and um, so sorry, I appear to have fallen asleep. Well, that makes all of us, mate. Out there, and not many people have the time to reach the problem, let alone deal with it. 
There's too much happening, too many variables, entropy increasing again and again, and we've got no idea where my bloody brother has gone to. Look, I'm sorry to involve you, but you need to get to the cause of it all, the event. Take this with you. It's a guide, but it can't work without additional elements. Things you find, things you make happen. It's not just ripples across the scales anymore. This is different. Huge. It's cataclysmic. A bomb in a mill pond. Mo's getting impatient. I've got to go. Good luck, and I hope you make it home after everything's done. The only odd thing about it is that um, the MP3 player that you'd started has gone, and it appears to be playing from a music box that's sitting there open with a little ballerina moving around as the message plays, but then stops. Can I have a look at it? Yes, it's a small wooden music box with a little ballerina on it that was moving around while the music played, or the that's message in this case. can play a bit more of it. Yes, you can. That question was going to come up. Interesting. I'm looking at the surroundings yeah, where we are while well, he's doing that. Well, you're still in the same room. You're in I'm looking at the window. <laughs> Does it um, feel like the same room? I never get lost sense. Is that oh, yeah. working? Yeah. Um, it, it's odd, but you certainly feel like you're in exactly the same room you were in before. Um, you try and sort of wipe the frost off the window and uh, have a look out. You can't really see much. It's completely frosted up on the outside. I'm going to try to find the lady who went away with the coat. What? Barbara? Barbara? Answer you, me! Miss Walters? I don't think it's Barbara Walters. That's some good term. Miss Connors? Miss Connors? Connors? There appears to be nobody in the hallway. Yeah, I'll walk up most of the bedroom when she's hanging the coat. Uh, upstairs you get to the landing there are two doorways and then the landing heads off and there's a door at the end of it uh, well I'll knock on the door hello put my head around I'll have come up the stairs with him and uh, what's DC chance do um, he wanders outside I think to have a cigarette well, it's freezing and the cigarettes have just decided he has it's absolutely freezing out there and when I say freezing I mean um, oh jeez I mean there's about three or four inches of snow and zips his uh, coat right up and there uh, there's no golf. The bloody car's been nicked. I don't believe he's. I've only been here ten minutes. Uh, the the road's looking well, a little bit different than it was. Um, there are trees on the other side, but the houses that were opposite aren't there. Matter of fact, the house that was next door isn't there either. Just check my mobile phone. Yeah, call into the station. And uh, your mobile phone is is active. It's powered. Everything's working, but you can't get a signal. Funny. No reception. Part of town. I light up the cigarette. Find the network. Really is parking out here. Uh, no answer upstairs. Yeah, we'll go in the doors. We'll all <coughs> kind of just. Is she there? Okay. Uh, you can't get any of the doors open. Interesting. But we can't roll a d6 in this game. No. <laughs> 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 Therefore, you can't open the door. Not uh, Good. Um, oh, cool. Uh, I'll come. I'll sort of stumble back in and go. Excuse, please. There appears to be some problem with the doors up here. There seems to be a problem with everything. Can you take a, take a look outside. Uh, okay, go down, look outside. It's very cold. Does someone move the house? This is a winter well, wonderland, kind of. Well, we've been drugged or something. It's like a folk tale. Well, it was just about seven when we came in. Let me just look at what the time is on my phone. John, 
Um, if you're missing any time, it's a matter of minutes. Well, no, because it's five minutes after we got here. There were. There were two rows of similar houses no. on either side. This, oh, this no, now appears to be the only <laughs> house. The only there are some trees around. Is it a house is the same style that we entered? Oh, yeah. It appears to be exactly the same house. It appears to be number 27, Station mm. Road. But there's no 26. That gives that is there any chance you can boot open the... I will walk round. You look like you could boot what? open the doors upstairs. Um, it was a semi. Inside. The next this door is really that's about it's it's completely gone. Yeah, so it's kind of bricks, shows um, and neat. Do you have a fact that the houses seem to have disappeared? Well, why don't we see if we can light a fire and get ourselves warm for a start? Maybe a nice cup of tea. I want to circumnavigate it, looking out all the time. Well, this is my Aunt Imi's house. From a distance, you can see there does seem to be... my Aunt there does seem to be possibly a town, um, maybe a very large village, but you can see some lights and some signs of life way okay. down at the coast. I'm already coding this as a sort of folk tale. The coast? So, yes, down at the coast. Just just over the crest, down the hill, and you well, can see nestled, nestled in the bay. So I'm already coding this as a sort of folk tale, so what, what sort of town, what sort of town is it? <laughs> what is it that you do at quarter to ten every night? <laughs> Get off Warcraft and prepare for bed. Uh. <laughs> There's a clock, don't you? Just set an alarm on Warcraft. No. I, I've tried it and never managed to get it to work. Yeah, you just right click on the clock. But it never works. I've, I've set an alarm a few times, it never tells me. You, um, or you ignore it. You can hear it. No, no, horses. it never tells me. Possibly a coach and horses. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Is it the same time period? I'll um, wander out and see if I can see where no, I mean, the horses look and at the coaches. Oh, you can't. Light. No, you can't make out from here much in the way of detail. Okay. I'm trying it's, the gas fire in the living room. It's misty. Um, I'll come back. Okay, uh, the fire doesn't work. Oh, bloody hell, it's cold. The radiators, can you turn the radiators up? Not a thing. It's as if they're not connected. I, um, does, does it, I mean, now you're actually sort of going around and looking at the place. Hang on a minute, mate. There's a, there's a hint <clears throat> of the whole thing being almost I'm more c- like concerned a, about a, a stage. Yeah, yeah, hang on a minute, mate. Um, is the coach coming down there? Yeah, it's coming along, uh, along Station Road, from the opposite direction yeah. you pulled up in it. I'll wave, you know. <laughs> Really loud, sort of whistled down. So, hey, there you go. Well, I can't wolf whistle. I'm not going to do it down there anyway, even if I could. There you go. And uh, excuse right. me. It is, in fact, an old-fashioned stagecoach. I'll put the wallet out. There is um, there's a guy in a tricorner hat uh, at the front and um, a rather incongruous pair of mirrored Lennon glasses peeking out with a scarf wrapped around. Right. Um, he's he seems to be driving the thing effectively. Um, Looks a little bit grumpy. Um, he pulls up, obviously not that great at dealing with the horses, but he manages to get them to pull up. Uh, and he just sort of sits there looking at you with one arm on the belt-fed M60, which is sitting on the bench seat next to him. Uh, the blind goes up on the uh, the side, and uh, a very familiar face leans out. So I'm terribly sorry to have had to dash out like that. Just uh, you know, Mo was uh, was waiting. Um, anyway. I'm sure you'll be fine with everything. And you can hear somebody in the background going, Oh, who are these bloody people now? She seems to be dressed, uh, wearing a sort of uh, Russian-style fur hat and huge coat. Uh, so, well, look, uh, 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 everything should have been explained on the recording. Um, but anyway, Mo's getting you know, ever so... Well, no, nothing was explained on the recording, apart from things about entropy, and your brother's gone missing, so... Oh, God, don't start me on my brother. Look, it's... It's both very, very simple and utterly impossible to explain. There are things that you have to do 
in order to get to where you need to go. But it's 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 not an easy place to get to. Well, You've where got are to we go. going? Well, I can't get any of these entrances to work. Directions then to where oh, hello, we're going. Oh, hello, Auntie He seems to be out talking to uh, to your auntie, who who is now dressed in sort of. Um, a kind of a, a 1970s Russian fur chic look. Uh, they, um, leaning behind, uh, there, there appears to be a rather overweight, greasy-looking fellow munching on a walnut whip, uh, dressed as a bishop. <laughs> the walnut whip isn't dressed as a bishop. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is all some kind of weird dream. Uh, excuse me, please. Um, at what point do I go home? Well, you can get home. You've, you've got to reach the area where the event took place, and it's, well, it's incremental. Event? You can't get there directly, but as you can see, things aren't quite normal. Look, you'll be absolutely fine. We've got to go. Moment well, what's the event? No, I'm what's me. It's what you need caused to spend all the problems in the first place. Well, what problems? The fellow whips the reins. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go. You'll be absolutely possibly? fine, and do say hello to my brother and let him know I'm looking for him. Well, why are you dashing off? Uh, well, mainly because the driver's just whipped the horse. Well, why don't you The coach starts turning around the corner to head down the side. Where are you going? Uh, she's pulling the blind back down. So um, I'm going to have words with her when I see her again. Might, might, might one ask um, how well you know uh, the person I know as Barbara Carnes? Well, she's my auntie. Amy. I've uh, known her since I was little. Uh, she comes around. So she was a bit erratic, you know. She'd be there. She's so it there. appears that we are supposed to be in this situation without full briefing. You are somewhat cold. In your oh, well, thin-looking... Let's go back in the house if we can chase up a cup of tea. Or indeed a coat. Well, I tried all the lights Excuse and none please. of them work. In, in this and the fire doesn't work either. Um, would you believe it's propriety to at work. open yeah. doors with some violence? Uh, well, in a minute, let's see if we can get a fire. Is, there, is it an open fire? It's a gas fire. It's a gas fire. It doesn't work, I tried it. Um, but it's beautifully double glazed. So Look, why don't you break warm. down the bloody yeah, door upstairs and see if there's anything warm to wear so in the wardrobe? My coat or something that I was wearing, at least. Right. So break a few doors down then. Right. You're a fairly hefty chap, experienced in the ways of breaking down doors. Uh, where are you going to aim for first? You've got first door two doors down here. Me. You've got doors upstairs. Wait for the first one down here. This. Right, this is the sort of um, the equivalent the other side of the hallway where you've come in. Um, you do manage to break the lock open, and inside there's a pair of stepladders, there's some dust sheets, there's no furniture, there's no wallpaper, um, no real fittings of any sort. The entire place looks like it's being stripped, ready to be totally decorated. I suggest we'll try the other rooms then. And see if there's it's a pattern that's repeated throughout the entire house. So I'll cope with the other one anywhere. Oh, that, your coat's hanging up on the... Uh... Oh, she was sent into the bedroom, which wasn't it? No, that was just, that was just hers. Oh, right. She was just going to take her coat upstairs. Oh, I'll put my coat on, because well, yeah, okay. it's not exactly winterproof. No, none of your shoes. But, yeah. um, you know, it's better than you were a few minutes ago. Now, everything you brought in with you is still here. The um, music player that she the left is still there, except it appears to be a music box. Okay. Every door that you try reveals a room that you would expect to be there. It bursts open, there is the bathroom... <coughs> but the fittings aren't actually plumbed in. There's no decoration. Lots of except for, you are going to say... Except, uh, except for the front room, hall and landing. Any room. bits that you've been into is, and is seen, which looks completely normal. The no, the kitchen doesn't have a fridge, cupboards, anything. They're just stripped out rooms as if they're about is, to is be... You can't the, stay here. Is the, um, what's his name? The uh, music box smallish enough to put in a bag? Yeah, if you imagine something um, like a typical, really fat paperback, okay. it's, it's like that. This is, I believe, what we should take with us. 
Yeah. So, uh, I don't have a clue, mate. Would you mind if I carry so. this? No, carry on. Um, I'll take one of the sheets, if this also, okay, and I'll attempt to fold it in a kind of careeny way, just to make something which I then put a jacket on top to be a bit warm. Okay. Um, I think I'll take one of the sheets and... I'll fold another one into a kind of turban type thing around my head so the snow comes around, it'll be at least a bit dryish. And uh, I think we should make for the town. Yeah, but I don't think you want to make for the town looking like that, mate. Uh, we have no choice here. We get slowly colder overnight or we walk. Fair enough, sounds right to me. I think we should walk in the dark, though. Well, yeah, what time? Well, it's, it's, it's about half seven now, isn't it? Quite and we have yeah. at least a road. Hey, I mean, I wonder... Well, the weather's getting pretty bad out there. Shouldn't we wait till the morning, unless we're undercover here, cold as it might be? Um, well, uh, no heat. I suppose well, we could touch under the sheets. It's not dark. It is... It's sort of a twilight evening. You know, night, How night long the walk might it be then, down to these You would think oh, it's got to be probably a couple of miles, at a guess. It's a bit hard to say, because there are some hills that weren't there before. Um, the, the road sort of heads down. But, I mean, it wouldn't be pitch black, really. Reasonably. Look, we're obviously not in Manchester anymore, so... There are no streetlights that you can I mean, see, apart from the town. Are we going to be able to pay for anything? Is this money going to work? Well, she suggested we should um, move to a place where we would be able to get access to what we need. So this is obviously not here. Well, a couple of my walk is all right, sorry? I suppose. Yeah, but I'm not sure about well, Newton Twilight yeah, in the freezing condition. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm slightly distracted and a little bit Yeah, harried, but how cold is it going to get in there? We'll make a fire. We'll add you to his relationship between her and the bishop, you know. We can make a fire. I'd to say, he was... Can we? Yeah. A bit bossy, but you would assume that they know each other and probably work it together. Do I think they headed what I would judge to be towards the town or away from it? They went round the side of the house. Which is not towards the town. If you go, if you carry on in a line a, across the front of the house, that leads down to the town. They turned left and went around okay, the house. I didn't see anything in that direction, did I? Uh, no, no. So if I go to the top floor of the house yep. and look out the windows, mm-hmm. do I get a decent view of the, the town? Now? You can't see a lot through the frosted up windows. You can, with a bit of work, make a yeah. gap that you, you can see a bit through. Okay. Yeah, um, and the windows on those things, it tends to be only the very top one that oh, opens. Okay. But you can peer out enough to see... Do any of you can't make out the details. You're, you're at a bit of a distance, and with the, the haze, it's some sort... It looks like a sort of, you know, almost like a fishing village type, crowded round the harbour. Fantastic. That sort of thing. <laughs> so nothing. Um, do any of the non-decorated rooms have a fireplace? Uh, fireplace, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll the, the front room does. Right, so it's a proper fireplace. Yep, old-fashioned, right. probably original fitting. Right. I'll start breaking up some wood and a bit of carpet. With a step ladder. Yeah, you know, whatever. But make a fire, basically. All right. Um, get as warm. I reckon we stay here, try and keep as warm as we can until tomorrow, and then we'll make for... The Grab time. a couple of the sheets and wrap yeah, them around. We'll make ourselves as comfortable as we can in here. Then we'll, well, I'll attempt to make beds for everybody. Well, you I've can drag the furniture through from the other front room. I've got a flat deck in the back end of the It's a fruiton. It's a fruiton. Strawberry bed for me. We, we use kind of, you know, well, here's a couple of Maltesers each and a bit of flat deck each. I've got what some chewing gum. Well, we'll use that afterwards once we've eaten. Do you smoke? No, horrible habit. Please don't. Really, love. I'd really appreciate it if you didn't. The only thing, well, other than the uh, cups, saucers, and teapot that were in the front room on the tray. So I can take. Oh, biscuits. Oh yeah, that'll do. Or two. 
You can toast him over the fire. Yeah, to try and make some sort of soup, potentially. Are those ones with marshmallow on the top? Yeah, um, I mean, you could certainly melt some snow, yeah. because the water doesn't seem to be on in this place, and I'm um, assuming you've probably Don't get the yellow it. stuff. There's no he's, water. He's <laughs> zipping up his flowers. <laughs> <laughs> when you say the water's not on, surely there'll be a bit in the taps that can run through into something. No, it's as if the taps are not connected. Yeah, but oh, no. no, I mean, it's as if they're not connected to anything. And were never connected. In fact, if anybody has any basic sort of plumbing type, you'll discover that um, none of the fixtures and fittings are really plumbed in at all. Interesting. So this is fake house for us to come into. Well, um, I'll go and get some snow. It's not that they've been sheared off. uh, I'll try and find something that can cook over the the fire. Okay. Uh, and I'll toast a custard cream. I'll see if I can put some herbs on. Uh, the houses across the way were there, or is this the only no, house in no. the area? Apparently, there, it's the there, only house in the area. Just, I mean, there are trees, but well, there the are the herbs. I, I can make a cup of tea. I'll be warming. So he's got a sort of um, some sort of Korean thin snowy cup of soup. Uh, available. Oh, but it is at least, it is at least not complaining. Well done, no, mate. Thank you. So if the plan is to spend uh, an uncomfortable night, <coughs> then you can indeed spend a rather cold and uncomfortable night. You've pretty much had to break up the entire city to uh, to keep the fire going, except the bits obviously that burn with the highly toxic foam. Mm. Um, so you've been <sighs> sleeping on the uh, the cushions and so on, really. Um, and when morning <laughs> comes, it's it's pretty dark still. Mm. But, I tell but you, at least it's going, going to get to, lighter. You're going to head off to, to town. other town. Uh, but don't worry, I've got my little LED key fob torch. So I'll follow you to light the no, way. You can, see, you can still see. You can see. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a sort of a <coughs> twilighty type of thing, but it, it's not dark. Well, well luckily uh, I've got everything for so on, so mm-hmm. I'll get a bit of snow and clean myself up and freshen up so that well, I'm presentable. Produce hot water for people. I've got the fire stuff. I will see what you mean when you said producer. <laughs> well, I'm not sure yeah. how grateful if you're still there. <laughs> um, yep. Fine. Emma will be turning up at about tenish, so I don't know what that noise was. It wasn't. Uh, was it? I don't think it so. Was it was a fire. Like thing. fire. Oh, right. um, yeah. Great. Lovely. Right. Good start. So, um, if you want to hold it there, since it says it's gone ten. Thank you very much. All right, and we'll actually get into the adventure proper <laughs> next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Ooh, hey. We'll see how the... Uh, so take care, We'll see how the actual um, rules work or not in play. Thank you very much. <coughs> right, that's that then. Thank you very much. Oh. Thank you for listening. Have a lovely evening, etc., etc. And good night. Good night.